proudest day and the proudest time and the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever Crunching gears. Let's talk rallying. I'm once again joined by Connor Edwards, motorsport photographer for various motorsport publications. Connor, you're welcome as always. Kevin, thanks. Great to be back again. Excellent, excellent. Um, this week we're in another jam-packed episode. We catch up with Callum Devine, Nola Sullivan, Rob Duggan, and we had a quick catch up with Marty Toner and Damien Turish, and also get a few thoughts from Rory Kennedy. But you know. We have to start with Killarney out the weekend. Oh my goodness! Every we keep saying this, but like this rallying crack is getting crazier and crazier every event. It is, and it's getting better every event too. Yeah. <laughs> like it had everything. It had the weather. It had the crowds. And did we have a fight, or did we? <laughs> you know, like it was just that was incredible. Yes. Uh, oh, listen! It looked like it was Fishers. Yeah. It, had it in his hands almost and then mm-hmm. Devon kept coming back and chipping away mm-hmm. I think even like the opening loop of stages on the Saturday what was there 10 seconds between Divine Moffat and Fisher Aye. you know it, it was just incredible it was you know oh it was such a close battle it was it, you know really was after the drama of the circuit it was mm-hmm. great for event there was like there was excitement um, you know, and there was that just there was an edge to it or something. Yeah, uh-huh. but it was great. Yeah, I, you kind of you nearly frightened that after the circuit that the Clarney would come along that would be an anticlimax, but no, yeah, <laughs> it rounded it up to another level again. You know, <laughs> so. absolutely, it really did. And you're right, there was that fear because the circuit had been good, and then there were obviously the little bit of drama of the circuit as well. And mm-hmm. you know, Kerry, wow, or Clarney, sorry, it lived up to expectations. It really did. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, you know, and like, you know, Josh Muffet maybe in the back of his head somewhere was thinking, you know, championship takes precedent here, you know, what am I going to prove, you know, these two guys is determined to take the one, maybe I should maybe sit back a little and let them fight it out, you know, maybe one of them will falter or whatever, you just don't know what was going on there, but like on Sunday morning, like Divine and Fisher, it was phenomenal. Really was, yeah, because, um, what I think that the morning started was something like there was a seven or eight seconds between the two of them at the mm-hmm. morning. And then Divine was just on fire. He was fast as over Maul's gap, um, you know, slashing into Fisher's lead there, like yeah. just incredible. Yeah. And then, you know, I've talked to the boys about this. The second pass over uh, Maul's gap, like matching each other. Yes, I know they beat the boogie, but still even without the boogie, they matched each other to the tenth of a second. And like there was another stage that was 0.2, there was another stage that was 0.4. That's that's bunker stuff, you know, like 17, 18 kilometer stages to be not even of a blink of an eye between them. 
Yeah, I know. And and just, you know, it, it was so close and Divine was just chipping away and chipping away. And, you know, your results coming in and you're going, can this get any closer? You yeah. know, it's coming down to the wire. And, and again, you know, the, the two of them were just getting away from Moffat as well. Like mm-hmm. Moffat rifting back slowly. Yeah. And what do you call it? Greer was having a great run out there too. And even Cronin was, was you know, coming in in yeah. the top six. Like, so it was, wasn't just the leading two, you know, no. there was, Pulls down, down, mm-hmm. down. And, and, and it's not even fair to say Josh was drifting away. His times, you know, he was still faster than yeah. the rest, you know. And they were on yeah. phenomenal pace as well, too. You know, you couldn't even say that, you know, that the other guys were 10, 15 seconds slower. They weren't, you know, they were, they were only like only five seconds, four seconds a stage down. And it was, you know, but that was the fine margins it was at. You know? <laughs> and that's it. You're right. You know, like it's unfair to say, yeah, that, that, that Josh was drifting away. He wasn't. You're right. He was, mm-hmm. you know, his usual incredible self. But it's just mm-hmm. the other on a different level this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jesus, just the polos. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Every week we say the polos, but like, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, <laughs> you know, the first few events I was starting to doubt myself, but like they are really starting to come back, you know, like the last, you know, the circuit fisher slashing the way, you know, like taking five, seven seconds out of Moffat and stages, and now this rally here, like the two of them just hammer and tongs. I I don't know there's not a regional championship in, in Europe anyway, and Europe's probably the, the main championship championships in the world that they're gonna get in as as epic as this. No, absolutely. And again, you know, speaking of polos, there's Marion Evans, mm-hmm. another strong run from him. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't really put a foot wrong at all all weekend. You know, another yeah. great, you know, again, he's just, he's there, thereabouts. It's just one of these days it's going to happen for him. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, what do you call it? You know, right. he, him and Johnny Greer and, and, and Daniel Cronin really did. There was a great battle in around that third, fourth, fifth spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, you know, as you say, like, you know, their day is coming because every round they're just getting, you know, they're getting that wee bit more confident, that wee bit closer. That's just, I don't know. <laughs> and like Donegal's coming, who's going to be through under the mix? But that's another story for another day. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I suppose the first one we need to speak to is the winner, is Callum Devine, and get his thoughts on it. <laughs> it sounds, uh, aye, it sounds, it sounds pretty good, Kevin. I'll not lie. Hey, it was. It was always an event I always remember watching as a young boy and stuff. And uh, I always wanted something of someday maybe to try and be able to win it, you know. And uh, yeah, thankfully, thankfully it came sooner than we thought, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, delighted. And like, what, what a rally, you know, the whole weekend, right from the ceremonial start, right through Saturday into Sunday. Like, the weather was good, the crowds were massive. Everything just seemed to just fall into place. Hi, uh, it definitely did. Hey, the crowds are fantastic, and like you know, it's there's always a great buzz about about the town, and uh, that's a bank holiday weekend as well. It brings that extra bit about it, and hi, it was it was fantastic. And do you know something? As you say, probably everything fell into place. I think everybody was kind of expecting rain on the on the on the Sunday. You know, it was probably going to put a dampener in the whole thing. They kind of thinking, oh, like everybody was going hard on the Saturday and. You know, everybody was comfortable and, and pushing on, and we kind of thought, oh, if there's going to be a bit of rain here, it's going to upset the whole thing for somebody or something. So, mm-hmm. but thankfully, I think there was only the guys were saying, I think there's a bit of a drop of rain about half four or five o'clock in the morning, and and it really kind of stayed away, um, and kept it all dry for the day, which was good, you know. Mm-hmm. Ah, it was a it was a fantastic weekend and a mm-hmm. fantastic weekend racing too. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Like that, you know, that Sunday morning, heading out, you know, Park Firma, heading out towards the gap. Like, I suppose your mindset is just go as hard as you can. Like, is championship in, in the back of your head or is it just balls to the wall stuff? I uh, well, a bit of both there. Like, um, obviously, we came and you going on to Clarny. Um, if, if we have any really chance to get this championship off and going, we need, we need a one very quickly. Um, because as I say, Josh had two ones and Alistair had a one, and Alistair definitely had the tail up, you know. And we knew he knew when he gets the speed up, he's a very hard man to work with, you know. So mm-hmm. he says, Look, we need it, we need to, we need to maximize as much as we can. And, and Killarney, and yeah, going out on the Sunday, obviously, we're a wee bit behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we knew it was just as I said, me and we and all kind of says setting out, it was. Hey, look, we just we just we need to make sure uh, it's not going to be easy task today. Like, but we just need to make sure we're beating them in every stage and keep the pressure on, keep the pressure on, keep taking time. And mm-hmm. hey, that's what we did. And yeah, thankfully at the end it was, yeah, we managed yeah, to yeah. get it. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And then you know, um, like you mentioned there, Noel, like Noel came in right last minute. Like unfortunately Shane had to step down. But the way you used to just click fastest on the first stage and. Um, you know, not an easy task it's down there getting used to a new man in the notes as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, I kind of was, unfortunately for, for Shane, he, um, uh, I know he'd be kicking himself that he couldn't go, unfortunately, but it was, and it was the right probably decision for him not to go. He says his head wouldn't be on it, obviously. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I kind of left us kind of late enough to, um, for us to get a navigator and obviously a navigator of that experience to, to call notes and write notes and, and be able to gel quite quickly is very hard got. Um, a good navigator in this country is very hard got as it is. Like, um, but no, uh, thankfully enough, like I, I kind of just it worked out well. Obviously, Noel being from Killarney too, like, and um, yeah, uh, just worked out really well. And hey, we clicked, and after the fair play to Noel, he was he was very very professional. And like as soon as we, we set the recce set the recce off. You know, you could see he wanted they wanted a good result here, and he was going to put his best effort, best mm-hmm. effort on, which is was easy when the two of us are putting the most effort on, and we're on the same page. You know, um, we want we wanted it, we wanted a big result here, and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, right down to the final stage, we knew we were capable. Just kept pushing, kept pushing, and kept pushing, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was uh, no, very good, very good. We gelled quickly, and uh, yeah. no, thanks to him too as well. You know, and I know I spoke to Noel there yesterday evening, and I know he said as well. You know, from you were on the stages, but that bit between the stages, that drive, he says you talked about everything and anything, and it sort of <laughs> probably helped to distract you a wee bit from what was, and then you know you're it was able to probably chill you out that wee bit. So you once you went into the next stage, as you always talk about, hit the reset button again. Yeah, exactly. Hey, and, and as well, like he, he knows that he's he's very used to sitting with very fast drivers with Oshie Price and stuff, and and also with John Armstrong before, like so he's used to. Probably such a high adrenaline rush uh, through the stages, and then having to be shut down and the loss of energy and stuff. So he was very clued onto that as well. You know, whenever we came up, we we came off the stage, it was just like switch off. Hey, we could have been chatting, but we were chatting about football mostly, and and just just did just, just general chit chat and a bit of crack, you know. And yeah. hey, once we was, came up to the start of stage again, it was just switch on again, and he was he's very good at that switching himself on to you and, mm-hmm. and it was a uh, flat out all go again and mm-hmm. you kind of do need that you see because it's uh it was a this so it was a long day on sunday so it was i think we we're up at half five or something and then, so it's a long day and you kind of need to preserve as much energy mentally as well uh, as mm-hmm. physically too so no it was good it was good and the chat chat was good between the cars but a crack you know what mm-hmm. you need yes and like that was the second run over the gap 
um, yes, both beat the bogey time, but the, you know, even your actual times was like yourself and Alistair down to like 0.0 of a second. Like, it's not unbelievable over 17 kilometers. Oh, it was crazy. And to be fair, like, uh, we, we had a really good time. And I thought, I was, uh, on the first pass of it, McKenna is obviously setting out in the morning. We, 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 need, we need a quick time because it's time we laid a mark down at that. But remember, Alistair was only like a second, maybe a second. I was thinking, Jesus, it's not going to be easy work here. And then the second, <laughs> the second, the second, the second pass, like, um, he was like, that oh, was crazy. It was crazy. And like, mm-hmm. okay, that's, that's, that's all part of it. That's what you want. As I said before, again, that's, that's some buzz. Like, that's what you want. Like, keeps you going to stage to stage, being in a race, being in the battle. And I think it, it pushes each other on, you know. I think when me and Alistair got, probably put our horns down and both were looking for the one. Again, I think it took, it took our, um, I took our um sorry I sorry um I took um I took our both our paces up you know I think we kind of knew we both wanted it want the result and the two of us kind of think we kind of stepped ahead of the rest of the boys and pushed mm-hmm. on you know but I was great battling hey and that's what you want like and hey um yeah uh, as you say up the gap mm-hmm. like it's, 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 it's crazy mm-hmm. it's crazy it's crazy to be honest yeah. so and like uh Craig Breen was keeping an eye on the times coming in too. He was. <laughs> I think he's I determined to come back to get that trophy. Like, <laughs> I think you heard I, him in I, 2019. There's not I heard him in 2019. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> let it go now. To be fair, you know. Um, I, he's not too bad. If that's the one thing, maybe I want to have on Craig. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the one thing you can brag about. Just, uh, it's the only one bragging. Like, I think anybody has in this country on him. So I'll say, I'll say, I'll keep it on my sure. But no, as I say, I, mean, um, I think even Craig, like he, he, he says back in 2019, the pace in the Irish Championship was crazy. Like, and I have no doubt now. Even if any boys came here, that the pace would be um, very hard work with. You know, as I say. And, Sure, Alistair, like he has the experience too from from obviously remember mm-hmm. when I was growing up, he was doing the JWRC and you know, I remember he, I think he was podium positions in France, maybe he made a one or a second I stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he that's that's a long time ago. Like he's he's top pedigree himself, you know, and and the Moffats and yeah, everybody there's top pedigree here always, you know. So. Absolutely. And you know, go, you know, going into that last stage, like was it going to be kind of like you were throwing everything at it, or was it again? You know, was there a wee bit of you know tempering? You know, I need a finish. Or? No, I think I we when we set out every day, it's, it's probably easier being the, the chaser than than the boy being chased. You know right, that sort yes. of way. Uh-huh. Um, and, and to be fair, all we were really doing was we just need to keep getting fast and need, need to keep keep getting on the fastest stage times, and mm-hmm. that's what we were that's what we were doing, and that was the same goal going to the last stage. We got it as close down as we could. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we knew our first pass over Carlake was not. We got kind of the wipers were blocked, and a couple of corners we were kind of just just a wee bit of out of line. So we were kind of looking for a big push through Carlake, and we knew. Um, Three seconds would be could could be possible. Um, I know I know Alistair would have definitely give us uh give us been flat out at it, you know too. But mm-hmm. I look, uh, we no, we just knew we just had to be flat out at it to be honest. And um, yeah, I think Alistair knew that too, you know as well because he knew what their plan was attack all day, you know. So Absolutely. yeah, unfortunately now when we seen Alistair off, like it was. Uh, yeah, you don't like seeing them things either, like because yeah. as I say, we wanted to get to the final end, the the, the end, and hey, look, as I say, the fastest man ever won, you actually. Know, but yes. yeah, it kind of took a time, it took a wee bit of the, the, the enjoyment out of the one, you know, for us, you know, seeing them off, because 
Yeah. You know the hardship. <laughs> that, you know, you have, everybody has to go through to get there. Don't you? you know, and I know the hardship. Yeah, appreciate it, hey, and and, and I can it as easily. It could have been ourselves. Do you know what I mean? That sort of mm. way, like, yeah, um, and um, yeah. It was what it was. But like then, you know, whenever Andy was interviewing you at the end, like it was total disbelief. Uh, I think you, you you couldn't quite believe it yourself. I, like, <laughs> uh, like when you was we were going to have a push in there, we knew it was capable, mm-hmm. but not. We just didn't expect to see uh, Alistair off. Like, and it just shows the level that we were pushing at. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, it was just a small mistake. I think we we're just maybe we caught out on the breaking. Thankfully, sure, there was not even a bit of scratch in the car, I think, which is good mm-hmm. probably yeah. for him as well. Like, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just probably caught out in a wee bit of breaking and went off, you know. But um, uh, it was a bit, a bit of disbelief at the end, but to say, just it sunk in, you know, um, didn't sink into, we were probably over the ramp and, uh, yeah, probably, yeah, getting the trophies. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was definitely and like, nice. This is going to, you know, be like it's so significant now for you now to push on. You know, you've got that first international one below your belt. Um, you know, it puts you back in a good place now. You know, yes, Josh is probably still favourite for the championship, but it puts you back in a, a place now that you, you have something to fight for now. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, and we knew that probably was going to Clare. I mean, if, if we wanted to be in this championship race, we needed a one very, very quickly. Yeah. And that, as I say now, we have... Yeah, we needed that one, and we're, we're happy to get it. And we know now going forward, it's it's, it's it still won't be easy. Like, cause Josh mm-hmm. is he's, he's got a good wee bit up on everybody at the minute. Um, but we moved on to second, I think now. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, as you know, there's a couple of big rounds coming next, and Donny Gall's yeah. gonna be one of them. <laughs> I don't think it really matters. Guard championships time. I think yeah. everybody there will be going as hard as they possibly can. Donny Gall, which will be. Ah, it's gonna be it's gonna be some buzz. It's gonna be some buzz. And we keep saying that Donegal lifts it up, you know, to another level. It's hard to imagine how it can be lifted any more this year. Like this year has been phenomenal so far. Yeah, it has. It has been brilliant. To be fair, it really has. Um, funny we were saying that too. Like, um, well, after the rally, we we're just chatting like ah, the pace is faster now. But all that's going to happen, Donegal, they're just going to add more boys into the mix now, and it's 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 just it's gonna it's, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Like it's gonna mm-hmm. be good. Uh, it's hey, it's sure if you get weller like that the way it wasn't clarity to you but, oh, don't go, be some buzz as you know Kevin it was lovely to hear Callum's empathy there for, for Fisher you know again that last stage drama that he that, that Fisher had just with a slight excursion and again you know great victory for Divine like he really did um, you know prove himself in the polo at the weekend it was great to see it all coming together and you also caught up with the winning co-driver Noel O'Sullivan as well yeah let's hear what he have to say um, yeah, I'm two weeks on the bones. Um, normally, I wouldn't have this much luck, but something fell right for me over the last two weeks. Um, first round of the British Championship, yeah, with Ashen went really well. Um, as always, myself and Ashen put big work into the recce, into DVD, into DVD work, and uh, yeah, we kind of we kind of liked the rally since the get go, but um, we took a bit of time to get going. But in the afternoon, then we kind of upped the tempo a little bit and. Uh, we just pipped Mikey and Keith at the finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like really enjoyable the league. It's 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 a great great rally. Um, it was my first time doing it, and Ashton's first time doing it as well. So um, it's great to do new rallies as well during the year. You know what I mean? Yeah, and absolutely. It's a you change, know, and it, nice change. Yeah, it is, and it's kind of bringing rally into the people a wee bit as well. You know, it's bringing you know it's yeah. all out somewhere out remote, far from everywhere. It's bringing it into the not maybe a town, but as such, but yeah, know, for people can go. And they're really welcoming there, and the, yeah. the rally ran. 
perfectly. Yeah, there was two mm. super specials on the Friday night, and uh, yes. all the locals were there. It was great. It was great atmosphere and mm-hmm. just a great experience again. Yeah, and that's bringing that BRC yeah. back to where it was a few years ago too, which is fantastic to see as well. Yeah, it was very good, yeah, and mm-hmm. sure to have Mikey there. Yeah. Um, Mikey will be one of my best friends. We'll be together since school, mm-hmm. as he said last week, so it was great to have Mikey there around us all weekend. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was great, yeah. And then this weekend, Killarney, you got a late call-up. How did that come about? Yeah, um, I was chatting to Callum on... Um, I think it was shoes. It feels like a <laughs> year ago now. <laughs> I don't even know. I get my days mixed up. But yeah, Callum was chatting and we said, what way would it work? And I kind of knew there was a chance. Callum was after having a good year so far and he finished mm-hmm. last year well as well. And uh, I was actually following the circuit closely and I said, definitely. Without a shadow of a doubt, I couldn't miss my home rally. Mm-hmm. I've, missed it so, I've missed it so many times now down through the years. Um, I've actually, it was only my fourth time starting the event. Yeah, I'm normally, I can hear the cars go to the first stage <laughs> to Miles Gap every morning. Every time it's on, um, I'd be in bed. And uh, I said, this time we're going to have to get a right go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and then from yeah. that very first stage, you two just yeah. seemed to click in the car together. Yeah, um, it was actually a great feeling to win the first stage of the rally, the opener. Mm-hmm. Um, our first time in the car, the first stage, everything clicked. And uh, I could feel he was driving and his, his confidence was up. I could feel it in him. Mm-hmm. That, um, I knew the time would be fairly close, but um, it was my first time doing a Tarmac Championship rally, so I, di- I didn't know. I obviously could see times and Killian Duffy's feed during the year, but mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was going to be like compared to the British last year. Yeah. So, um, But it was fairly hot. Um, obviously, the rally was dry and uh, the mm-hmm. speeds were high. Saturday stage were really fast, but... Um, no, it clicked and it just kind of steamrolled. We got through Saturday and I knew from being here like that Sunday was the was the big day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we both knew like that we've one chance here now and it was my rally. We had to put a little bit more extra. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't leave it go that it that easy. Yeah. But um obviously look, what happened happened. I didn't really want that to win that way, but look, yeah. you have to take a win when it comes and Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, going back to even earlier in the day on Sunday, the second run over Mall's Gap, 17, isn't it 17 kilometers to, to yeah. match each other to the tenth of a second. And yeah, I actually, to, yeah, yeah, I actually um when I did get to the stop car, um I got the time and I said, Oh, any any chance of what's Alistair's? And he said, It's identical. I said, No, no, there has to be a problem. It's not identical. It's that does that's not happening, but uh Sure, it was, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Miles Gap is my home stage. I'm maybe five or six kilometers from the start line. I'm passing the road up to my house, and I go out the right. Muckish Road. Yeah, so yeah. I know Miles Gap very well. Like so, it's mm-hmm. uh, it was it was really nice to win the Fisher Award as well for the fastest up the gap. Yeah, that's but, a, um, yeah, that was a, yeah, that mm-hmm. Callum won that last year as well. So he kind of wanted mm-hmm. to retain it again this year, and. Uh, it was just something we spoke about, like that if if we want to really make a race out of this weekend or last weekend, mm-hmm. that we'd have to start out of the blocks good and early, mm-hmm. and uh, try to get the race going a Mods Gap. And sure, it's good for everyone. It's good for Alistair. It's good for us. It's good for Josh. It's mm-hmm. good for the people. It's good for the rally. It's the excitement. It's, it's why we all love the sport. Absolutely. You absolutely. know, have an intense battle. It's no no one wants to run away at a rally. Like we all yeah. want to fight it out till the end. 
Mm-hmm. But, I know uh, I, I was sitting at home happened. here waiting on Killian's yeah. you know, going live, you know. Yeah. Even if I even if I was at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even if I even if I was at home, I'd be watching it stage by stage. I'd be uh-huh. in watching it like anyone else. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all we're all the same. But um yeah, I knew I knew that I was in the middle of a big, big battle. And, and I and the car there, there must be no feeling like that when it's like that. You know, yeah. you, you don't even have though to tell in, the in, driver, you don't have to speak yeah. what needs to be done, do you? you just, even though in the car, it's 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 like any any one of the boys there in the car. It's 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 just you're going from stage to stage. It's it's a little bit. It's good fun, and mm-hmm. there's no. I wouldn't say obviously the stages are serious, but it's just you're relaxed at the stage start. You're chatting to the lads mm-hmm. at the stage finish. You're chatting. There's good banter and mm-hmm. fun, and you know, obviously on the stages we get down to business. Like, but yeah. other than that, it's great fun. Yeah. yeah. I probably more, it's, it's probably more it's probably more intense for the people watching and maybe family and <laughs> yes the boys in service and uh-huh. all Callum's family and friends and uh-huh. probably more intense for everyone else but for us in the car yeah. we're just doing what we love and we're yeah you're we're in happy your to do it and such, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're lucky to do it like uh-huh. I, I was saying how lucky am I to be going to power for me Sunday morning my local rally to pick up Moz Gap yeah I am yeah. one, of, one of the best seats yeah. in the, the house <laughs> yeah to have the view all the up mask you have to be looking out of people not to take much time with Callum. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. yeah you try to enjoy it too as well as do your yes. job right and get your job done and make sure you're you're at the sharp end i, I suppose there is that temptation not to enjoy it like you know because you yeah can be you get you get kind of sucked up in the battle and uh-huh. the whole weekend goes past you and you're you were looking back saying oh but um yeah i definitely soaked up since from the ceremony to start and Mm-hmm. Friday evening, I said I'm going to make the most of this weekend. Yeah. No matter of the result, I'm going to enjoy it and give it a good once. I said to Callum, once we give this a good crack, we give mm-hmm. one good crack, and uh, that's definitely what we've done. Yeah, and like you yeah. know, your hometown, what a way they embraced mm-hmm. that rally this weekend! Like all the reports yeah. come out about it, you know, the, the welcome the people yeah. got, the weather, yeah. everything just yeah, um, everything clicked. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really good. Like we joke in our own our own circle of um friends. Um, winning the rally lakes is really like the Sam Maguire of rallying down here. <laughs> He's trying to get the Sam Maguire back to Kerry. But, uh, Paul had the Sam Maguire for in 2019 and he got to keep it in with COVID. So uh-huh. there was a big race on trying to get Sam back to Kerry again this year because he wasn't in Kerry for a long, long time. You're not going to let him slip away now? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was really, really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, yeah. you know, we all know what happened on that last stage, you know, and like, how you know? How do you process that? I know watching Andy, it was total mm. disbelief when you stepped out yeah. of the car, and then it just seemed to hit you after about ten seconds. And I think it went from disbelief to just raw emotion pouring out of you. Yeah, um, look, I'm sure when we pass Alistair, it is what it is. But um, my heart sunk when I saw the car after all. Like I, yeah. oh, I I couldn't believe it. But like that, it was early enough into the stage, so. I still knew like we have a job to do here. Mm-hmm. We need to get this job done because um, the last time I was actually racing um, Garden Garden Noble, um, it was over in the RAC. Oh, yes. and we both went in. We both went into Monday morning, the last day of the rally, and we were uh-huh. both racing against each other again, and uh, for the win. And uh, Garden was first in the road, and we were second in the road, similar enough to mm-hmm. last Sunday. And uh, sure, Garden stopped in the stage and. Sure did myself and Ashton stop as well, both in the same stage. That's right, yeah. And we were out in contention, yeah. We uh-huh. we left the service park 
together. And next thing, an hour later, we were back in the servers back with our navigators back oh, in our back. Yes. We're, we're, we're going home. Yeah. yeah. So um, I knew that we needed to get the job done there. And then and yeah, you, I at, saw At some stage, did you say to Kellen, you know, keep your head, bring this home? Oh, yeah, look. Was it natural enough? He just Callum, he needed a Callum, job to do. Yeah. There's no, there's no telling Callum. Callum knows, <laughs> knows what to do. He doesn't need advice. He's very um, mature and a mature driver like theirs. It was just the next corner was coming and the next corner it all rolled in. And uh-huh. I still think we had a pretty good enough time over it. Yeah. We didn't really, mm-hmm. we didn't really, you know, stop completely. Like, but mm-hmm. we, um, when we got over the finish, I was, uh, it was disbelief. It was, <laughs> it was a childhood dream yeah. coming together. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. It was a special, special moment that I'll never forget. Yeah. And you talk yeah. about childhood dreams there. We kind of touched on it. Like, Last weekend, you're on the, the podium with Mikey, and this weekend, mm-hmm. Rob Duggan won the, the, the modifier. Yeah. These are the yeah. guys that you went to uh, national school with, junior and yeah. right through. The, yeah, the three of us were all there from the very start. Uh-huh. Um, we watched the rally all together, the three of us. We've practically done everything now with that rally. Like So um, Rob had a great run again the weekend. Like Rob is, uh-huh. Rob is untouchable in this rally. Yeah. He's always so consistent and always lands and gets a job done. Mm-hmm. No dramas, no heroics. Very, very, very professional. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he finished the rally, like with a couple of bit of trouble, the trouble he had yeah. throughout the uh, Sunday, like and he just got the job done, got mm-hmm. the car home, got the result. Um, uh, top marks himself in Jura, like it was uh, spectacular. I just, yeah, I love the way he was wanting to compare his times with the likes of yourselves. You know, <laughs> how, how close am I to fastest time you know <laughs> yeah yeah like we were I was chatting like I said I knew Rob Sunday morning be running the top uh-huh. five or six I said of course he's going to be there's there's no other place he will be uh-huh. but um yeah it was it was great yeah. it really was great yeah. yeah and there's you know there was always this thing about Liam McCallis and having the secret of the gap back in the day you know <laughs> kind of backfired on him like yeah. if there's one man that's the secret for the gap it's Rob Duggan isn't it <laughs> even though he won't let on that he has a secret to the gap I, I think I think he might have some little bit of a trick up his sleeve yeah <laughs> he's, he's found some wee shortcut or something that nobody else has found yet <laughs> yeah he's very consistent look he's yeah. very consistent you know he's he's always getting the job done like and consistency is key really in this sport and that absolutely absolutely and you know yeah. we can't say it's just McClarney you know he went to West Cork his first time there yeah. and risked the boys and all too so you know you have to get yeah. that to and oh, go to Donegal and do the same there, I'm sure. You know, so. Yeah, Rob doesn't have to prove himself to anyone. No, no. He certainly doesn't have to prove himself to me or Mikey because we know what Rob can do. Uh-huh. If, and if it's on the simulators there over Christmas, Rob is on the ball, Rob's racing, Rob wants to win. <laughs> yeah, we know we know about him. Others yeah. say he's to go here, he's to go there, but people forget, like, Rob's been up to the World Championship as well, you know. That's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rob has a huge background rallying, do you know what I mean? Rob just isn't this mods gap he proved himself all over the world so yes there's no uh, he's a british champion as well like that time yeah so mm-hmm. i just was a wee no, bit more rubber the green he could have been the, the best yeah. no, up among the oh, best he, in the world really he's you know, um so. rob's still very young mm-hmm. rob isn't rob isn't a normal man yet no there's time for <laughs> them yeah. But they still yeah. <laughs> yeah never never count him out anyway that's one thing that I learned never, never count him out. Yeah, but like you know that, like Hollywood couldn't pick up a story that the three just you know peering out that window, looking at the rally cars going past in the schoolyard yeah. to you know spraying champagne. Fantastic. Yeah, story. taking taking a half day in school <laughs> on a Friday to go up to scrutiny. 
up to the fire station yeah all those years ago <laughs> yeah i actually my first memory would be um i think i'm not sure on the state now i could be corrected but um was it 96 i think birthday and rory won the lakes and um there's a where park firm was it's called locally it's called the fair hill car park and i remember sitting up in the wall with my mom i was waiting for my dad to come in because my dad was doing the rally as well but uh Bertie came in after winning the rally and he was doing donuts inside in the car park with their hands out doing that. That was my first ever memory. Yes, fantastic to hear it there from Noel and that, that whole thing with the three boys growing up, you know, school and everything. Still, I just can't be head around it. <laughs> it really is bunker stuff, you know. But um, uh, we need to talk about the modified as well. You know, how good was the overall battle, but how good was that modified battle? You know, this man, Rob Duggan. I... <laughs> I don't think there's issues to describe these performances at the weekend. No, I, I don't think there's anything you could say would do justice to what he did. Like the battle between himself and Kevin Eaves are, mm-hmm. you know, ding dong, you know, and especially on the Sunday, uh, really was like, what a storm and drive from, from Robert Duggan uh, mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah, like, you know, we, we, you know, we know how much he loves the captain, you know, that's his home stage. But like, you know, that was just phenomenal, his time up there. Um, and Kevin, he's, I suppose, kind of knew in his heart of hearts that he needed to inflict the, the, the damage on, on Saturday. He, could, he got close, but he just couldn't get close enough. And then the drama, you know, the car smoking, will it last, will it not? Yeah, it was, the, the whole rally was real Hollywood material, wasn't it? Absolutely, it was. Like, there was loads of drama. But again, incredible performances. Like, you know, you have a, a Mark II Escort on a Toyota Corolla up there in the middle of the R5s. Yeah. <laughs> you know, finishing seventh and eighth, like a fantastic, you know, drive, mm-hmm. beaten polos and fiestas and, and all sorts around them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like the two guys, like, uh, you know, phenomenal, phenomenal. You know, I keep saying that word this year, but it's, you know, this year keeps delivering. It's unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. And I suppose we better hear from the man himself, this Rob Duggan, man. Uh, I suppose like you think we we kind of expected, well, we hoped to be uh, at the fight for the, the top modified battle. Uh, we knew it wasn't going to be easy with the lineup that was there. There was a, a huge amount of lads that could have came off the first stage and been quickest. So it was kind of a an interesting one facing into us. It was just, uh, we were just hoping that we would be a bit of trouble during the week uh, leading up to the rally with gearbox issues and stuff. And we, Monday evening, we actually thought we'd be pulling out and to be fair to to all the lads around us that support us and um yeah they pull out all the stops and we were back testing again Wednesday evening for another spin the car to see if it was right and mm-hmm. everything seemed to click for then so it was just a case of uh yeah just spin or check the car and go for the rally but uh yeah it was a tough week leading up to it but uh mm-hmm. oh, we just hoped that we we we'd be at the race and hopefully be able to put it up to the boys all weekend. And like you know you talked about, you know, on, on listening to you and Kelly in there on the Saturday morning, you know, not going out to the gap was a wee bit of an unusual twist in the story. Like, them stages on Saturday probably proved a wee bit more of a level playing field that they weren't used, you know, they maybe didn't favour you or the locals. So it sort of made it a more interesting fight on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was actually very weird. We were all saying it at the start line of stage one that it wasn't Miles Gap and I suppose, uh, as Kevin Eve said in some interview, he was delighted that it wasn't that important. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was a change up. It was uh, like I, I'd be always up for a challenge, and it, it just showed that them boys pushed me that little bit to be to be mm-hmm. try to be quick on that stage as well as Mal Gap. And yeah. um, 
uh, there's bits of that stage that I, I'd never seen before until last Sunday to we did our recce like and mm-hmm. I suppose that did make it that little bit more level playing field but uh, we just did the same thing that we always do try and go hard in the first one and see what we can do from there it's kind of it's a good place to try and get a, a few seconds out of someone and that's where we always try and uh, mm-hmm. now it was good that it was a bit more level playing field the third stage I've done it in different directions and different pieces before but the other two we hadn't really we hadn't really anything seen of them so mm. yeah it was nice to level it up and um, I suppose it's, it's my hometown anyway so I, yeah. I'm always going to have some bit of local knowledge but um, no it was it was nice to, to have 11 play I think and then uh, you know James Stafford retiring so early like everybody well myself included we're kind of thinking would this favour the Darien them stages and one thing or another. But uh, yourself and Kevin Eves both were hounding the Darien anyway. You, you know, he wasn't getting away. And I think you're actually still in front of me, even if he did finish higher. Yeah, I think it was pretty close. There was, I think we beat him on the first one and uh, on the second one, there was a mix up of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got a time that was 30 seconds quicker than I think what he should have got or something and uh, mm-hmm. that would have meant he would have had to catch us and pass us on the stage to get the time but uh, I yeah I, I'm actually not sure did that get sorted or what uh, mm-hmm. I don't know we did to the third one I think it was very close again uh, and Kevin was there thereabouts with us as well so mm-hmm. uh, like when the Darien retired it was a bit of a shame because it was going to be a good battle but then again there was no slacking off because Kevin was right there with us it wasn't like we were a mile ahead of him he was Nip and tuck, I'd say he was winning three or four or five seconds there all the time. And mm-hmm. we knew Kevin was going to be fast no matter no matter where he goes. And he just showed it there as well. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, as you say there, Kevin is, is you know, and the modified at the minute, he is the, the kind of the benchmark. You know, he can go anywhere in the country and go fast. So, like, you know, to, to be taking time out of him must give you great confidence. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, any time you race Kevin and if you could take a couple of seconds out of him, you know you're going pretty well. He's he's well able to put it up to anyone in a any mm-hmm. modified car. So um, yeah, no, he's very good benchmark and he's he's not slow by any means. So um, no, it was good to be racing him. Yeah, and then you know we talk about the gap. Then you know I know it's your local stage and all that there, but like to go in there on the Sunday morning and like you said, nobody could drive that stage or you couldn't drive it any quicker in the car you had. Like that must be a, a lovely thing to come off that stage, just knowing that everything just perfectly for you for that that run yeah yeah it was we crossed the finish line I didn't even know the time and I mm-hmm. I, I kind of had a fair idea that it was good enough it was clean it was it seemed fast enough and I kind of knew we did what we needed to do over there we knew Kevin was very close to us starting that morning and mm-hmm. if we were going to get a jump anywhere it's going to be a miles gap and uh, I'm going to use that to my advantage for as long <laughs> as I can and yes. <laughs> hopefully it stays going that way but um, <laughs> Yeah, we took a, took a a bit of time out of him, but I knew he he wouldn't just stop there. Like he we did the ball of him and went hard again, so we knew we had to keep the fight to him. So mm-hmm. we couldn't leave him get away with anything taking a chunk of time anywhere. So we had to keep the push on. So it was just kind of keeping a good clean stage, mm-hmm. getting a get it as best time as we can up there, and uh, it seemed to work in our favour. And like you know, from, the, from from things just going that well in the car. You know, I spoke to like Alistair Fisher and guys like before about this. It's you know, you're not even thinking about driving; it's just coming natural. Like that must be such a, a an awesome feeling, being so at one with the car, the notes, the co-driver, the tires, the road, everything. 
there must be mustn't be a feeling like it anywhere in the world. No, it's 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 pretty good. We're we're getting to getting the fine tuning bits now with the car as well, which is a huge help. I think myself and George have clicked from the word go back in twenty fifteen or whenever. There's never been a a day that we haven't worked well together or gelled well together. So mm. that's kind of just a, a given with us. It just it just works and that's it. But it's the the car was just heating issues from the the new build and we're we're finally getting to grips with that and we're both happy enough that. We're getting close to the setup now that we can. We're nearly close enough that we can tweak to kind of fine tune it for each stage and stuff. So it was just uh, just getting all them small little things out the way for for all our days out that we have a, a good setup and um, yeah, it's good that going into a car knowing that uh, the navigator is going to do his job. I'll try and do my job and just hope to hope to get the best result we can. And then you know we all know the car started to smoke a wee bit on the Sunday. Was that? as much as a concern for you as it was for us watching at home or were you confident enough that that, that was nothing to, to be too worried about? Uh, <laughs> I don't know to be honest. <laughs> there was a bit of smoke Saturday evening and uh, I was talking to the engine builder Keith and he was kind of saying it's it's some some little seal or maybe the gasket or something. It's There's a bit of cooling getting in somewhere. But he said, look, just stay going until something does happen if it gets too hot or starts to slow down just pull in and that's what we said to ourselves uh after we went out to the start the miles gap sunday morning and we turned off the car because there was a bit of a delay and when we got back into it it filled the whole place with smoke and we kind of thought right we're in trouble here but we just said we'd give it a go and when the engine was running it wasn't actually too bad So we kind of left the ticking over as best as we could and we had a start of motor failure then at the start of bullet beam at the next stage. Uh, when we got it started from that, it filled the place with smoke again and we were kind of like, right, we're going to service here to to call it off. But more talks going in the road to, to the boys in service and uh, yeah, we just kind of got everyone together inside in service and tried our best to try and <laughs> fix all the problems. We got the starter started and um, we bled up the clutch we were having a clutch issue as well and just trying to keep it all maintained and we looked we said we'd keep going until something started tightening up in the engine or mm-hmm. if there was a major overheat or anything like that we would have pulled in I just didn't mm-hmm. want to do too much damage so it, it was a concern for us we thought we were going home mm-hmm. after ballot beam at the first round and uh, yeah, we just got back to service and the boys they kind of gave us the go ahead to go until something else mm-hmm. It's any worse, and um, yeah, we were only holding fingers crossed the whole weekend just to, to see would it get to the finish, but uh, thankfully it did. But that, that must be great having that team there behind you that gives you that confidence that you can let them work away at the car and you can just get into the car and drive that you don't have to worry if they tell you it's okay that you have the confidence to go out and jump in and go again. Yeah, for sure. There was uh, lads out looking after us all weekend, just making sure there was everything we needed there. And the boys in service did a great job. Anything we threw at them, they, they sorted them, we went out and probably broke it again and back into them again. And they, they never complained or never nothing. And to be fair to Joe, I think he probably ran, like Kevin Eve said, he probably ran a 5K over the weekend because <laughs> every stop car we came to from Saturday evening to Sunday evening, he had to jump out while I kept rolling and he'd run to get his time and mm-hmm. I'd have passed and he'd jump in. I think Killian has a video up of it there somewhere. Yes. And I, I yeah, to be fair, he, he deserved the biggest medal of the whole weekend. <laughs> uh, if it was me running in, we'd be out of the rally a long time ago. But 
<laughs> he put in the effort to be fair, so it was uh, it was a nice win to get him. Uh, it's his first time winning the modifieds in Killarney, so it was uh, uh, nice to get him doing after all the effort he put in. For sure, for sure. And then yourself coming off that last stage, when it finally hit you, you had won your home rally. It must be a very special thing. Yeah, it was definitely a special one, uh, especially with the the other boys that won it as well. It's uh, especially after a tough weekend. It's uh, mm-hmm. always nice to pull them off when you have trouble and. We worked through at the end of every stage. Every stage Sunday, we crossed the finish line. We did George's ritual of jumping in and out. And uh, we were getting out of the stage. We had to bleed the clutch. We had to try and keep the engine cool. We had to do everything. And it was it was rushing racing all day Sunday. And uh, when you crossed the finish line, then we only had to bleed the clutch once more. And we were back to the finish line. That was a, a nice feeling after the effort we put in all weekend. But to be fair to Kevin and all the boys, they never passed us on. They always stop to see where we are, right? Do we need anything? Do we need a push? Do, do we need to get towed? Everything. And to be fair, it's it's down to all them lads that why we were at the finish ramp. It yeah. wasn't just us. They, they, in fairness, they were unreal. It was the stage times mattered. And like, yeah. that's, the, that's the way rallying goes, that's I suppose. That's, that's what they wanted the time to be on the stages, not on the, the road sections and that, that kind of way. That's it, yeah. I know Kevin was probably praying that something would blow up on our <laughs> uh, At the end of the day, I don't think I don't think he'd want anyone to stop. I think he'd, he'd want everyone to stay going the same way he would with him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, no, it was, it was class. Yeah. Very good. And I was chatting to Noel earlier. You know, I still can't get my head around this that yourself, Noel, and Mikey, you know, started out in junior infants, grew up, went to school for however many years. And like Noel won on the rally out, like, you won the national section. Mikey, you know, finishing second in the, the British Championship opening round last weekend. Like, I, I, I don't know what the, was Finnish at school or what was in the bulk or what it was, but... <laughs> it was actually even better. Noli won the overall. Myself and Joe won the modified. And Jason Farland, John McCarthy won the juniors. And Jason's car comes out of my shit as well. We we do prep that and half run that as well, along with Donald. And uh, it was great for the... the the three overall positions there was three yeah. people out of one friend group so it was a uh, it was a nice one to get for sure it was, yeah. uh, I don't think it'll happen again for a while but no. uh, yeah it was nice we definitely take that one <laughs> so is Donegal still in the planning or have to see what uh, needs we'll, to be done with we'll the engine see. we'll see what the story is now with the engine um, we'll hopefully know more tomorrow about mm-hmm. what's wrong or what's right with that um, the clutch problem should be easy to solve. I wouldn't be too worried about it. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, once there's nothing too major, I, I, I think plans are still good to go. But like that, anything can change that. So no, plans are still we're we're, we're still heading to Donegal in a way. So Excellent. yeah, we'll uh, looking forward to looking forward to getting up the road to the hills. Yeah. So great to catch up with Rob there. Um, you know, what a story. Uh, also on at the weekend there on Monday was uh, Enniskill Motor Club St Angelo's stages. A brilliant day again. Club laid on a great rally. 120 starters, I think it was, or there or thereabouts. Um, Weller-wise, fantastic action-packed day. A, a real fun family day. You know, Enniskill Motor Club have that event off to a tee now. It, it, it attracts huge crowds, a great entry, and it's just a fun-filled day. You know, you walk around the service area there, and everybody's just buzzing for the crack and all. Fantastic to see. Um, the rally was won by Stephen Wright, and second was Derek McGarty, and then the third was uh, Marty Toner and the, the brother's car that he borrowed the night before, so <laughs> there's a lot of trust in that family. Um, and Joe Sharp caught up with um, 
Marty Turner and Damien Turris at the end. So let's hear what they had to say. Marty Turner, um, third overall today in the St. Anglo rally. Yeah, oh, I think that's a good rally, yeah. yeah. Um, I would come to that one o'clock last night, it took you hours. Damien, he said, I'll be here. Aye, good day now, good, another good day in the office there now, so uh, I enjoyed the day, another good day as well there, so uh, hard to beat now. And you probably end up getting the top two or drive overall award? I think we are there, maybe Marty Toner now, the great rally day now, he beat us there in the last two now, so, but I think he might be third overall, so I'd leave us for the two days, but no, great battle him all day now, fair play to Fantastic news from Motorsport Ireland now, just breaking over the weekend, and I think it's officially released now, that uh, right-hand drives are going to be allowed now to score overall results in the Tarmite Championship. You know, um, Brilliant to see at long last, has to be commended. I know it took a few dips and turns and twists and but, you know, we're, we're there now, and also some con- concessions for the modified cars as well, too, which will hopefully iron out a few wee wrinkles that was there as well. So, absolutely great to see. Oh, listen, you know, if, if it gets more competitors out onto the stages, all the better. I know there's a few people that prefer to drive right-hand drive. They don't like rallying left-hand drive because they're not used to it. Mm-hmm. And you know, rumours are that there's a few converted cars already in the country ready to go, including our polos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you call it? It's, it's great to see. Volkswagen, hear us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll eventually get sponsorship from Volkswagen. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, it's great to see, as I say, if it gets more competitors out on, on, on our stages, um, and especially back into the Irish Tarmac Rally Championship. It's unfortunate that, you know, four rounds have gone already at the championship, but, you know, it's not over yet. And the more the merrier is what I say. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, like the modified thing there as well, you know, it's going to, you know, there's a you know, few question marks over certain cars and one thing or another, and hopefully that clear up all that and, you know, get everybody a fair crack at the what, you know, which is, you know, that's all we want is good, clean rallying. Uh, everybody enjoy it. You know, there's no performance advantage to be gained by converting, you know, a left-hand drive, R5 to right-hand drive. Don't get me wrong. Is it, you know, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm glad to see it. Absolutely. You know, it, it, I don't think that there's anything, there's no downside to it. That's what I'm trying to say. I think it's only positive that, you know, maybe some of them top modified guys might look at an R5 now and say, hmm, you know, that, this, this step's possible now. I don't have to look up, you know, convert like you know, to try and get my head around how to drive in the left-hand drive car. It all has to be positives, I think. Absolutely, I agree with you. I don't think there's any negative side to it, and if it encourages a few more people to step into an R5, all the better. Like, you know, R5s. Where's that now? You, you don't look for a WRC car now on on the my championship. They're just they're they're not there. They're not at the top end anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the r5s now and uh, if we can get a few a bit more competition into the r5s fantastic yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's just it is it's great to see you know, 
delighted now that that whole thing's been resolved. It's, you know, it's dragged on, dragged on, but now we're good to go now. <laughs> That's the main thing. So I got the chance to catch up with Rory Kennedy and he gave us his thoughts. So Rory, at long last, white smoke from Motorsport Ireland this week. Uh, we're now allowed to have the right-hand drive R5 cars and the overall results. Well, I think um, I think it's a very welcome decision, Kevin. Uh, this is a sort of worn-out record at this stage. It's been banging on there for, I don't know, long past 18 months or beard 18 months away. And finally, uh, finally they've uh, taken responsibility and made a decision. And, of course, it's to be welcomed by many. I don't know. I don't, in fact, I'm not aware of any dissenters at all as to this development. And I feel for the overall good of rallying, it's, um, you know, it's a very welcome decision. Uh uh, I'm all for inclusiveness and having as many competitors in the rally competing to win the various classes and categories. And uh, this really, uh, personally speaking for us, for myself and Gary Jennings, and I suppose I speak for other R5 guys like um, Tim McNulty and um, maybe uh, Colm O'Rourke and various other people who have R5, right-hand drive R5 cars. It's very welcome. We feel uh, much more part of the rallies whenever... Um, Whenever we're classified in our in our natural position, if you like, uh, I must I must point out it was through no fault of any of the organisers, or that, that we weren't classified uh, in the normal classification of the results of the rally. Uh, so no no fault of any of the organisers of any of the events, and also I'd like to say that the Irish Tarmac Championship took an unprecedented step whereby they did recognise us as part of the results, mm-hmm. and after Galway we were we were listed as fourth in the Irish Tarmac Championship which was very welcome and fair play to Paddy Flanagan and the people there and his team that included us. So anyway, very good, very positive development as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, and, you know, yes, it could have been done earlier in the season and one thing or another, but, you know, this will now allow all our competitors now to join the fold. You know, we've, we're hearing stories you know, of the McHales of two polos, as you mentioned, Tim McNulty there is back. Um, you know, that all has to be welcomed. Oh, for sure. Right. Welcome, for sure. And I think, Kevin, it opens up maybe another possibility for, for other competitors maybe to, um, you know, go down this road now and um, maybe develop these right-hand drive R5 cars. The polo has been very dominant in Ireland over the past three events on the Irish Tarmac Series, and right? For four events? Well, Josh won two, <laughs> in fairness to MI, but in more recent events. But I feel like... Um, Anybody who was thinking about going R5 and was a wee bit hampered by the thought of having to go left-hand drive is now free to go right-hand drive. And don't forget, these cars can go from right to left, left to right, back and forward. Mm-hmm. To be so, you know, it doesn't take any value away from the from the cars, and uh, they're still can be sold in the European market and can be bought in the European market Absolutely. simply because they can be converted so easily and so cheaply. Yeah, and and, and you know that's not gaining any performance advantage or nothing like that. There, you know, it's. And in, in reality, it makes common sense really at the end of it all, doesn't it? I suppose it does. Eh? And as I say, it's uh, a worn out record this uh-huh. season. We're all a bit fed up, but fair play to Motorsport Ireland. And, you know, the statement that was issued by the President of Motorsport Ireland earlier or late last week, uh-huh. um, you know, something that was uh, rumoured to be coming and coming, and it's been coming for a long time. And we all were thinking, well, believe it when we see it, but finally it's here now, yeah. and that decision's made. And of course, it's not only for us, but also the modified cars come under that category as well. And there's a welcome decision there, I think, for the two for the starlets as well. Yeah, there's uh-huh. a development there which allows them to compete mm-hmm. on a on an even footing as well, which is very welcome, also. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, 
you know, as much as someone has disagreed with the introduction of the R5 cars back in 2016 now, it has really, this last couple of years, this championship has been reinvigorated. Um, so the more guys that come into that class, the, the merrier really, isn't it? Oh, for sure. R5 Rally 2 category has proved mm. uh, hugely, um, uh, hugely popular and, and the speed of them now, in fact, um, they've now far, they now even are quicker than the, the last 1600cc World Rally cars. Mm-hmm. Not to chat about the older two litre World Rally cars, like yeah. the Subarus and all. To be perfectly honest, I don't think the Subarus uh, could even see the way they go, even though, even though they are two litre cars. Mm-hmm. The chassis and the improvement on corner speed and uh, the overall package of an R5 Rally 2 car now is, in, is in, an incredible package. And, you know, driven by the right drivers who can take the, you know, can drive them to their full potential goes to show um, the speed and what, you know, unbelievable levels of um, levels that they can commit to and, you know, one rallies outright by a fair bit. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned there yourself, Gary, there, like, I suppose this late decision has kind of left you as a wee bit in the white foot now going into June, but I suppose it's full steam ahead now to get up to speed. Yeah, yeah, we're just, he and I were discussing that today as well, um, you know, on what our run-up to uh, Donegal Rally will be, you know, what events we intend to take in, and uh, we're sort of bouncing that around a wee bit of what would be, would be, um, you know, the right preparation with events and so on, so we're, we're working on that at the moment, um, I suppose, not to dwell on the past, but we were entered for West Cork, but we felt it was uh, there was no point in going there on account of not being classified, if you're right. Yeah. And also the same applied to Killarney, two fantastic rallies in their own right. But unfortunately, uh, we felt that uh, there weren't events that we could compete on, uh, you know, uh, based on the rules that applied at that time. But now that's all opened up and look, the season lies ahead. We can do what we wish and um, we're, we're welcome with open arms. <laughs> and it's, um, you know, when you have top drivers and top cars, like, Spectators and the general rally fraternity in Ireland want to see the top drivers on the best cars out on yeah. the stages. And, you know, there's quite a few in the right-hand drive category that mm-hmm. come in that, you know, yeah. that tick that box. So, mm-hmm. you know, from here on in, hopefully we'll see, you know, um, a few extra drivers in the, in the, in the internationals. Yeah, and it might even you know, encourage, you know, some of them top modified guys then to, to make the move across as well. They're able to stay right-hand drive as well. You know, just thinking out loud, it may encourage the likes of, you know, your Kevin Ease, your Gary Kearns, and one thing more to, to sample the four-wheel drive as well. Yeah, because uh, don't forget, it's four-wheel drive as well. Like, mm-hmm. The package, isn't, they're unbelievable speed in the cars. Now, some people say they're not the spectacle that they would like, you know, when the modifiers provide uh, an unbelievable spectacle. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, the speed and the corner speed and the commitment of the drivers and the R5 categories are, are second to none. And you only have to look at last weekend there in Killarney. Absolutely. What a fantastic rally we were all treated to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the closeness of the competition was unbelievable. Eh? And mm-hmm. if you think, I think that Ali and Callum did the Carroll Lake stage. I could be corrected in this, but I think about 16K maybe. Maybe we got more. And there's only 0.2 of a second between them, you know. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, that's incredible to, you know, for two drivers, same cars, and be able to sort of, you know, uh, to be able to that, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. And you know, we're mentioning Donegal there. You know, it's only what now, I suppose, at this stage, six weeks away. Uh, it has all the ingredients once again to be a mega event. Um, what's your thoughts ahead of Donegal this year? I will, uh, you know, personally speaking, Donegal for me is the rally of the year, of course. You know, obviously, been local and uh, an event you've grown up with. 
But uh, I feel that the top end, the boys had a really, really close race on the circuit. They had a really, really close race in Killarney. And I feel there's no reason that that won't be rolled out here in Donegal as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got epic stages here as well. And I feel, you know, <laughs> there'll be, a, like everybody knows the rally inside out. We've done it all for years and years. And the commitment here is unbelievable. So I expect the competition, the sharp end, to be really, really close. And I suppose right down the field as well, the modifieds. So fantastic to hear from Rory and uh, looking forward to seeing himself and Gary now out in their uh, right-hand drive, R5. <laughs> so it's that time where, you know, wrapping up the show and we get yeah. predictions. And okay, we've, we've no predictions to make, but we're looking yeah. back at the one we did for the Rally of the Lakes. Mm-hmm. So here, so we'll drop him in at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fisher to win, followed by Divine with, Josh Moffat in third. I went for Divine, Moffat, and Fisher. And Kevin, copying me, you went for this game with Divine, Moffat, and Fisher. Oh. Close. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> but we, we still haven't yet, you know, hit the nail on the head to get the top three right. Mm-hmm. And modifieds, Adam had chosen Robert Duggan very wisely. That mm-hmm. uh, you and myself, again, copying each other, we'd both gone for Stafford and unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Wasn't to be for James. Yeah, early retirement there. So, but we're getting closer. <laughs> yes, I think so. Well, we keep telling ourselves we are anyway. <laughs> we're filling ourselves by thinking. Yeah. So, once again, we're here at the end of the show. So, if you can please like, share, comment, um, send us a message, whatever it has to be done. But <laughs> most of all, I hope you've enjoyed listening. And until the next time, take care, speak soon, and bye.